Blog Talk Radio. It's time for Standing on My Soapbox, the daily rant and radio show. We talk about all of the good, bad, and the ugly of current events. Join your host, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. You, our listeners, are invited to call in and stand on our soapbox with us. Call 347-989-0126 between 4 and 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday. That's 347-989-0126. Now, here are your host and creator, Scott Fullerton, and co-host, Craig Hurley. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Standing on My Soapbox. It is Wednesday, August 21st, 2019. I'm your host, Scott Fullerton. In just a second, I'll be joined by my co-host, actor and writer, Mr. Craig Hurley. We hope that you'll give us a call and let us know what's on your mind today as we talk about politics, pop culture, and the news of the day. You can give us a call at 347-989-0126. You'll be able to hear the show in progress while you're on hold, and we would love to hear what you're thinking about. So let's go ahead and stand up on my soapbox and start talking. Craig Hurley, how the heck are you? What's going on, dude? Nothing but a fine. Just enjoying the day here. How's your day going? Enjoying the day, dude. It's a, Enjoying it, the it's day. five. It, it's five. It's 109 degrees. 109 degrees, dude. It, it's going to be 120 degrees today in Death Valley. Wow. And then on the flip side of that, the Colorado Valley, the the on the not the not the front, but the the west side of the Rockies is going to get up to 115. It's craziness, oh. dude. We are finally going into a cooling trend tomorrow. We've been hot and humid only in the mid-80s, mid to, but that's high for here. I mean, we don't get much over 90 ever in Northeast Ohio. So we've been in the mid to high 80s with a lot of humidity the last couple of weeks. But it's cooling right. down starting tomorrow. We have four days of 75 to 77 degrees. So I'm looking that's forward to That's not everybody. It's south, south, southeast. Yeah, everybody's getting pummeled. I mean, even as... Like, you know, Tennessee, you wouldn't consider South, but they're dealing with 93, 95. They're dealing with a whole bunch of, you know, high 90s degree temperatures right. that, you know, and that's just South of you, a couple of states. No, it gets hot down all My brother lives in South Carolina, and they're hot all the time, I think, right. in the summertime. Yep. Uh, here in Ohio, it's not quite no, as right bad. Now like it's... Said, we're, only, we're only an hour from Lake Erie, so usually, like I said, 90 degrees is the highest we'll get, and that's yeah. only – for maybe five, six times a year. So it's usually right. not that bad. The humidity is what kills us here. It's all right. But as far as heat goes, it's never that hot. Just the humid makes it feel like you're walking through the soup. But that's okay. The gardens are growing good. I went to our farmer's market today. I found some great veggies. Had a nice little fresh-made peaches tonight and uh, corn on the cob. And it was a good dinner early on. I ate dinner early tonight. So it's a good day. Good day. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is, I guess I'm like, you know, uh, uh, Debbie Downer on, on Saturday Night Live. I, uh, the only thing that's going through my head as you're describing all of this is Lake Erie currently has algae blooms, so you're not supposed to be swimming in it or drinking out of it. And uh, you're not supposed to let your dogs run around in it. All of that. And the same algae blooms that are forming down in, in uh, Florida. Um, and off the Gulf, anywhere where we've polluted, uh, it's, we've got algae blooms now and we have plastics 
little tiny, tiny microscopic plastics falling from the sky, literally in our in our raindrops. And so I'm thinking about what, you know, the food that you were eating, the fresh peaches. <laughs> I don't mean to be Debbie Downer, dude. Uh, but, you're, you know, you're eating all these microplastics that have been fed by uh, us. We're, we're doing so much damage to this place. And we just, uh, Shell Oil just okayed uh, a, a, a microplastic, um, and they're not even microplastics. They're like these little plastic BBs. I mean, they're pretty good size. Uh, but they just okayed them for processing fuel, and they, they're they're making like a trillion of these things. They, it, it, uh, dude, it's just crazy. Well, so that's, that's the stuff that's that was coming through my head. I told you, I told you, Northeast Ohio is the center of everything recently, and that's actually that first plant that Shell built is in Monaca, Pennsylvania, which is okay. about. 45 miles from me on the way to Pittsburgh. Uh, and uh, Trump actually it's came down jobs, and toured right? the plant. Huh? Yeah, I mean. It's great yeah. for jobs, right? Well, supposedly, How many yeah, people are they actually employed? It's doing, it's a double whammy, though, when you think about it, because what they're doing to make these plastic pellets is they're fracking natural gas. So you're yeah, combining this is fracking a, yeah, all of this is just plastic. a nightmare. So you're getting a double whammy <laughs> in the environment here. It can't like be crazy. recycled. Well, you know, that's why he wants to buy Greenland. And that's why they're climate deniers. They they want this land exposed. They want this these these areas exposed so that they can go and dig. And that's why he wants to buy Greenland. That's why he wants the United States to buy Greenland. So that they can go over there and dig for oil. Because all the land is now exposed. Where before it was, you know, a mile of ice. So how are you going to get through that? Not a mile, but whatever the glacier size was. Yeah, yeah but I, how is there oil in there? It's still an island, right? Is there oil mm. down below the island? Yeah, there's oil there. Yeah, there's stuff to dig for. Who knows? There could be gold. There could be diamonds. Who, who knows what's there? We know I did that read where they were finding that we the know that there's ice on the bottom gases. is melting almost as fast as the ice on the top as, because that, of the warm yes, water. Yep. So they're kind of getting sandwiched yes, in is. with their melting. Yeah. Which is not good. Yeah. I, I, you know, sorry, I, I didn't mean to, like, you know, throw, you're like, this is a beautiful day. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I got something else to talk about. So, I, sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you, dude, because you're having a good day. That's there. all right. How those no, plastic peaches taste. Day. I, I'm dealing with this stuff every day. <laughs> and unfortunately, we hear about this kind of stuff happening every freaking day. So, yeah, every day. It's not man. like it's new. Yeah. Yeah, that, I, I, especially we, when you're talking I, about the I shelter, like I said, stop that's it. close to home here. I, I, I think we can't. I, I think we can't stop it at this point. I, according to scientists, we've been um, – we're, we're, we're experiencing things that are uh, year 2070, not, not, not you know, 2019. We're, we're not supposed to be experiencing these things yet. Like, it really got escalated. So, you know, well, even and, even, and I do believe, even a guy like Al Gore, I, I who believe we're the most innovative, um, innovative country, at least and innovative people on the planet where something may be discoverable down the line, but not if the people keep denying it. I mean, we could maybe find something discovery that can help reverse. Uh, who knows? I, yeah, if, dude, so we I, have to start doing something. Up. We either have to start doing research towards 
a breakthrough in that, or we have to just knock this stuff off and start doing what we know we, is right. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I said, well, um, the 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 girl, and I can't think of her name. Um, uh, the one that talked at, at the UN and the climate um, at the at the last Paris Agreement, and was like, you know, we're we're she's I don't know how old she is. She's coming over here, actually. She's traveling across the Atlantic right now on a sailboat. And she's the one that's like, you know, we're, we're, we have to be responsible for our, our own planet here. So, right. and she's going on a sailboat. She's not using any fossil fuels or anything. But, you know, yeah, that boat has a bunch of plastics and stuff all over it. Uh, she's going as natural as she possibly can at this point. And, uh, and, you know, leaving barely any carbon footprint as she goes along. So, um, which is, it's, it's our individual responsibility. And I was, you know, I've been, I've been talking about this in the past. It even starts here, you know, it starts at your house, starts in your home. You, you know, the things that you recycle aren't necessarily recyclable. Uh, things like styrofoam, all styrofoam cannot be recycled. So you might as well just throw it away so that it ends up in a landfill so that it, it has like, I don't even know, a 5,000-year half-life. So that's like a, a, a 30,000, 40,000. I don't even know what it breaks down to. That would help. Well, it, it's hard to do with – I know the family, the, the dude that created Styrofoam died a long time ago, and the family are billion trillionaires. I don't even know. I mean, just crazy amounts of money because we use Styrofoam for everything from cups to plates to convenience. That's the one that bugs the hell out of me is the, the, the taking, taking home uh, food from a restaurant and everybody's using styrofoam. Dude, wrap it up in aluminum foil. I'm serious. Wrap whatever your food. Yeah, some of it's going to get stuck to the aluminum foil. That's the way that happens. But at least you're, you've got aluminum foil. Aluminum is the number one mineral on the planet. So it immediately um, starts to disintegrate. It immediately, the second you throw it into a landfill, it just becomes a mineral that it was once at, at one time. It's not like it, you know, the second that it, that, that it falls into the landfill, it starts to become toxic waste, which is what styrofoam is. So it, it, it don't recycle that and, and don't request it. You know, when you're at a restaurant, say, I don't want to use styrofoam. Do you got anything else? Something that is recyclable. Right. And then it's, it's when in doubt, throw it out. All right. If you're looking at a piece of if you're looking at a, at a cardboard um, milk container, and you're, you haven't washed it out and there's a whole bunch of bacteria growing inside and mold and all this crap, then throw it away. You have to clean the thing. Don't recycle it just because it's cardboard. Um, the same with pizza boxes. You can't recycle pizza boxes that have grease all over them. So it starts at home. You know, when in doubt, when you're looking at something, and when in doubt, throw it out. It's it's a very simple right. that's a very simple recycling term, um, but you know if we can't do it right here, and then we can't control the corporations like Shell from creating more microplastics, you know, I, 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 we can't we can't stop this from happening. We have to figure out a way right. to clean it up though, because that green algae is all over the place, and that's us. That's it's all toxic waste. It's wastewater. It's it's fertilizers. It's oil. It's plastics. It's it's us. That's gross. That's just straight. Yeah, up gross. we've been dealing with the algae blooms here in Erie for quite a few yep. years now. It's actually um, it's it's not an every single 
part of the shore, but it's in enough of it. So yeah, you have to. They just had another wastewater spill. Uh, They just had another wastewater spill. And and these spills are done on purpose now. They're literally dumping things. These corporations are dumping wastewater into and hazardous, hazardous, toxic wastewater into our rivers. And it just happened in in, uh, South Bend, Indiana on Lake Michigan. There's all these fish that are coming up, just floating up and because they're all dying. Sure, some of them are invasive species like the Asian carp. We want them to die. But it would be good for us to be able to eat them since, you know, we, have, we do have a, a food shortage and all of our fish is – all of our fish are filled with these microplastics. It's kind of gross. We're, right. we're absolutely doing ourselves in. We're going to have an extinction event caused by us. And meanwhile, 45 says he's the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Are you, are, you, are you the Christ child? Are you here to save us all, sir? Wow, and he doesn't wow. even feel the irony when he's ta- when he's talking in one wow. breath how the Jewish people wow. are silly <laughs> for endorsing Democrats and then calling himself the chosen one in the next sentence. He doesn't see any irony yeah. or correlation between the two <clears throat> statements. It's like, are you freaking kidding me? It's just it's Christ, hilarious. Christ was the was the king of the Jews, um, uh, supposedly. Uh, that's at least the way the story goes down. And uh, I'm pretty sure Christ was walking around this planet. Jesus was walking around this planet and, and, and gathering all these people because he was a really good guy. He had all these followers, probably really funny, probably a stand-up comedian, and had all of these what we would call medicinal powers. He understood some things about actually talking to people and actually sitting down and you know paying attention to them and, and figuring out what it is exactly that's ailing them. So I had a good idea of what science was about too. And I, I just I, – I can't see somebody who, who cages – okay, King Herod caged um, immigrants' children and tore them apart as well tore the families apart as well. And Christ did not do that. Christ went in and, and tried to free them. That's what he was doing against King Herod. It's not. It's the direct opposite of what, um, according to what I've read, and from what I understand, from I, I was raised Catholic and then I went into Christianity, went into non-denominational Christianity, uh, studied Baptist for a second, uh, studied Judaism for a minute, uh, studied Buddhism for a minute, which I actually really like. Buddhism's been around for a while, and it actually makes a lot more sense than a lot of the other, but that's just me. Um, And and I've been, you know, uh, trying to be a theologist in my life for a while, And, and I mean my whole life trying to figure this out, why all the different religions are all arguing over the same thing. And, and, and I'm, 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 I'm really baffled when somebody comes up that is directly against what the Christ child actually said and the Christ as man actually said, anointed Christ actually said and did. And it's just, oh, it's so disgusting, dude, to me. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a Christ rant. But, um, no, it's just... Uh... Someone calls himself the chosen one. Wow. And yeah, it was in the context of the only one that would stand up to China. But you know, that's not what he was really thinking. I no. Mean, you gotta and that's not the way his Christian followers are taking it either. 
and his Christian followers are already to the extreme. So you don't need to push them any further. They already believe in stuff like that. Right. They're looking forward to the second coming. And they're looking forward to the rapture. I, 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 I'm just wondering when that's going to happen. I'm looking forward to it, too. Because <laughs> then we won't have a lot of Christians hanging around here just shoving it in our face. And we'll have to deal with the guilt. And we'll have to deal with hell on earth, right? <laughs> um, I <laughs> they, guess. At least they won't be involved in our politics. <laughs> That's, that's what it says. That's what some people are saying, I guess. Right? That's that's what it says. So, second coming. All right, dude. I, I just well, circle I, it back hurts to a my couple brain. things that we were talking about. We touched on because everything is interconnected here a bit. Oh. Um, we talked about Greenland, and now he right. is reprising his nasty girl comments and calling the Prime Minister of Denmark, uh, Mette Frederiksen. A nasty girl because she did not show respect to the U.S. after she rebuffed his interest in buying Greenland. Uh, right. So now yeah, he she canceled no. a scheduled trip to Denmark, who owns, those of you who don't know, uh, Greenland is uh, Danish territory, much like um, Puerto Rico is ours. Uh, Greenland is a Danish territory. And so Trump has been this. Uh, Supposedly, I thought this was really a joke about him wanting to buy Greenland, but I guess he's a little serious about it. No, he does. And because Cause, no, cause they can drill for whatever. Rebuffed they're... him and said it was a, um, it was an absurd idea. He is now calling the prime minister of Denmark a nasty girl, and has decided to cancel his trip he had scheduled there next month. I mean, talk about okay. a little baby. Um, I yeah, understand. I no, he's uh, no. It's just because you know he, they're not going to let him dig. They're not going to let him own it. Hey, dude, the, the Koch brothers are 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 behind a lot of this, and I, I just ugh. It, it's it's been so their behavior is just so gross. They don't care that the world is falling apart. They just want to make as much money as possible, and, right. and it's so gross. It's just so gross. I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying not to swear. So, um, you know, I do have other words uh, that I could say there, but I'm, 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 you know, keeping my um, verbiage. Uh, <laughs> it's so frustrating, Scott. It's so frustrating. Three four seven nine eight nine zero one two six is our phone number if you'd like to um, stand go. up on our soapbox here and talk about whatever you want. Um, and, you know, we don't have to talk about climate change. We don't have to talk about politics. We can talk about whatever you want. Uh, so, um, I will go back but, to climate change for just a brief moment, though, since uh, we're trying to recircle on all these topics that we <laughs> lightly touched on to... earlier. They did, um, there was an announcement today where the Amazon deforestation has accelerated more than 60% in June over the same period last year. Um, They're causing it to the policies of President Jair Bolsonaro, who is the new um, president. He's the far-right guy in Brazil that Trump loves so much. But uh, they're at a point now where they are losing one and a half soccer fields per minute of deforestation right now. Wow. Um, that's as of uh, 
it's it's sixty percent more than it was last year in two thousand eighteen. I mean, there's a lot of it down right. there. But if you're losing a soccer field and a half a minute, there's not that much. I mean, that's just scary. Uh, no, the Amazon the Amazon will be gone in in another couple of years. It'll be gone. Um, they're clear cutting. They're clear cutting everything, and and that I don't. I, I seriously, I don't understand it. I mean, I, I'm you know they're gonna die just along with us, and their their kids are gonna die just along you know right along with us as well. Um, right. I, the rich people think that they're gonna you know that their legacies are gonna last forever, and no, that's not the case. Um, there will be no. They have for the us best air live. quality on the planet. They have the most. Amazon. Uh, Oh no, that's the that's the that's the lung. That's one of the lungs of the planet. It produces an immense amount of oxygen and takes in uh, an immense amount of CO2. That's what right. trees do. <laughs> trees produce oxygen and we probably wouldn't have any oxygen here if it weren't for trees. So that's why we try to keep them alive. Yeah, it's just it's it's and it's just part and parcel of what's happening with these far right people. Um, you have this Balsarno guy that's relaxing the controls on deforestation, much like we're just relaxing environmental restrictions here. And they think that there's no effect to it. Um, or they're just too short sighted to care because they don't think they're going to be around for it to happen. So as long as they make money off it, they don't really care which is just a really sad and short-sighted way to look at it. And well, I don't understand you do have, the logic behind it. You do have the reverse of that, like uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, they just banned all drive-throughs, the building of new drive-throughs in, you know, at McDonald's or Burger King or any, any fast food restaurant. Um, Where was it? You're no longer in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And oh, okay. that's because uh, if you just take – one, let's just take McDonald's, all right? Um, they claim to have 70 million uh, visitors a day worldwide. So let's just say 50 million of them are in the drive-thru because I don't know about you, but, you know, I, you know every time I see the drive-thru at McDonald's, it's full. So let's say 50 million of them go to the drive-thru and and they're there for three minutes. So and then you divide that by an hour and you get two point five million hours. So you get two point five million hours of your car, everybody's cars collectively, idling. Right. And then I, you multiply that point seven gallons. Uh, 0.7, and because that's amount gallons burned, I'm going science and math on you guys here, because um, uh, that's how much you know. That's how much is burned in in that period of time. So you're talking about 1,750,000 gallons of fuel burned a day at McDonald's drive-throughs, just in idling cars. And for every gallon of fuel that's burned, it's like 20 pounds of CO2 that's released. So you're talking about 35 million pounds of CO2 just from McDonald's drive-thrus a day. So I've never really thought of that about that. I'm surprised that hasn't been brought up before because when you do do the math, 
there is an amazing amount of waste, and, and drive-throughs are oh, so freaking. I don't know why it's all about convenience. Brought up more before. I haven't really heard that argument ever, but it makes so much logical sense. Yeah, kind well, of Minneapolis, Minnesota, obviously somebody brought some engineer brought up that argument, and they're banning. It'll also create a lot more space. Uh, you know, and people need a place to live. So it'll create a lot more space around those restaurants for areas, you know, for things to be built. And uh, and it'd be nice if they started using recyclable materials like the little tiny microplastics that are floating around the ocean. Um, but uh, that would be a good way to start. Uh, but they're not doing that. But they are getting rid of drive throughs There are no more, you cannot, if you're building a new restaurant, or the old ones, they don't have a choice. Uh, I think they may be shutting those down, however, like you're not allowed to order there. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I know that the new construction, you're not allowed to build any new drive-thrus. So, and that's in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And it already went into effect. The drive through ban already went into effect, which I think is brilliant. I mean, you know, you just got yeah, one I, store like and, said, and you know that there's heard that at least a hundred other stores. But it's just- such logical, such logic that I love it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, that Good whole sa- science and that whole science and math thing really does help out sometimes. <laughs> you know, I'm right, paying exactly. attention to that. <laughs> you know, as long as it's the uh, correct way of teaching you, uh, and, and also going out and and really searching it out. I've I've been kind of a math head my whole life, and I've seen a lot of things in numbers. Um, uh, you know, that's why when you brought up the, the, the matrix, I was like, I kind of, I'm kind of like that. I've seen, I see things in numbers that way. And, and I've always been that way. Um, uh, even though I, you know, I can't stand Keanu Reeves once again. Um, uh, but he is an expert shot now, dude. Did you watch any of that video? Sorry, I didn't mean to digress. I didn't. We did talk about it yesterday, but I've not seen it yet. No, but, uh, I, I do. But, I do remember you talked about it yesterday, and uh, when we uh, and I believe you. When we throw um, you know math and science into it, we're we're actually counting on you know a ninety nine point nine eight or something crazy some nine nine. I mean, it's like it's just pi that we're missing, and that's always in every equation. That's what's missing. So we're you know we're we're really we've got almost down to. Science, um, you know, it's like science itself. It's like it's it's virtually fact. So based on virtually facts, it makes a lot more logical sense when somebody like you know Minneapolis, Minnesota, when an entire city uh, with a, a huge population decides to cut down on carbon, they're going to do it themselves. Right. Just by building things we're doing a certain way. The exact opposite here um, in yeah. Boardman, Ohio, which I said is a stone throw away, <laughs> where that kid from right. uh, that did the terrorist plot did. But Boardman, Ohio right. has a Starbucks that's very, very popular here. that shares <laughs> the uh, shares a building oh. with one of my favorite Italian restaurants called Nicolini's. But they're a big right. hangout um, that shares this building. Well, they want to have a bigger space, so they are moving approximately 150 yards and building their own building with a drive through in it now. So they're taking a place that's a sit-down only, walk in and sit down only, right. And they're and they're moving and turning it into a drive-through and turning it into a drive-through. So we're doing uh, you know have they built that here in northeast? Ohio. Wait, have they built it yet, Scott? Have they built it yet? Yeah, it's halfway built. It's halfway built. 
Well, halfway. But, uh, they haven't built the drive. They haven't built the drive-through though, right? They haven't. They haven't finished not the building, the right? Yet, no. Yeah, they haven't built okay, the drive-through. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, say something. Say something to the mayor, dude. I'm curious. The what's the up. What's the township? So what? Uh, say something to the mayor. Yeah, huh? That would be interesting. Say something. But then again, say something right to your senator. From it, it'd be very hard to. That when across the street from it's a Chick Fil A that is busy all the <laughs> oh, time with a drive through. double drive-through. Chick Fil A has double drive-through <laughs> across the street uh, right. because they're so freaking busy all the time. Wow. Um, but yeah, kind of crazy. Double drive-throughs are big here. Are they happening out west more? We have double drive-throughs like everywhere here now. Speaking yeah, I see double drive-throughs. I see them in in different restaurants. I mean, yeah, different locations. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of the newer McDonald's they're building are double drive-throughs. We have a new um, Raising Cane's chicken restaurant that has a double drive-through. The Chick-fil-A's have double drive-throughs, so they're actually trying to make it more convenient to drive-through. So we're doing the exact opposite here. I don't. I, so, I, for yeah. some reason, I don't know what it is, but for some reason, I, I, I kind of feel that Raising Cane's has kind of a racist connotation to it. Like little black sambos in a way to me. I, for some, it's weird. I, I'm sure it has nothing to, no, no racism, you know, at all. But I, I'm, I'm like, it feels weird when I, when I say it, and when it's I, it's kind of like know. the Popeyes Louisiana chicken. It kind of has this air about it where you think okay. it might be, even though it's not. I see what you're saying, right? Man. I understand. Yeah, it, it just feels weird to me, you know, right. to have it. Name that way. Well, I don't they, mean to offend they them. They opened you know, here right. right before I went on vacation. Right before I drove to Palm Springs, we had our very first Raising Cane's location open here in Boardman. And literally the first week, there were lines around the block to go to this thing. Now you can't yeah. pay someone to go in there. So I don't know what's, uh, what it doesn't. I went there. I thought it was a little expensive. Um, I thought the chicken was okay, but the batter doesn't stick real well. Um, I wasn't right. really impressed with it, to be honest with you. But it's, it was very popular the first couple of weeks. We all tried it, but now it's uh, kind of a ghost town, so we'll see what happens. I do not know. All huh. right, we're 30 minutes exactly in. We're going to go ahead and take a quick wow. break, play a little bit of Josh Sweet. Roscoe with Shadyland. Give us a call. We've got another 25 minutes here, 347-989-0126. We're listening to Standing on My Soapbox with Scott and Craig. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Far away into constant show Where hearts melt so hot Burning in the snow Some people get a one-way ticket And some are passing through the visit Either way in this place You're on your own He says yes, he means no Starring in his show So hot, so cold It's a bullshit who bureau goes within a minute And now I'm sitting here so ignorant You handed me my ticket Now I'm headed back home It's a land Yeah, it's a crazy land Where people get destroyed So wrecked from being toyed Oh, he's a man A handsome angel man 
That's my buddy Josh Orozco with Shadyland. Guys, uh, give us a call, 347-989-0126. We'll be taking calls throughout the next 20 minutes. We uh, came off the air a second ago talking about Raising Cane's, which is a chicken restaurant, national chain. And you wanted to, you don't eat chicken much, huh? Is that what you were saying? No. Yeah. No. I, I, you know, it, it, like I was saying, it, it's a lot like bacon or, or pork to me. Um, the, the majority of the, the chicken that's raised right now and, and fed to us, um, I'm talking about us at every restaurant, uh, is GMO is genetically modified. And when they're raised, they're born without talons on their feet or on their, on, not their own feet, uh, on, they're born without talons and they're born without beaks and they're born without eyes. And I, I, I just can't like, what am I actually eating is what, you know, when I'm eating chicken is what goes through my head. Like what actual nutritional value does this actually have? 
even though I do eat, I have eaten chicken in the past. I just, if I'm, if I, you know, and even in the past week uh, too, I mean, I'm sure there's been chicken around me that I've tasted um, and or eaten. Um, if it's prepared for me already, I will eat it. And like I said, it's a lot like pork because I saw a post. I saw a post right. one day of these little piglets that were in a basket and it said, and there were six of them and it said six reasons not to eat bacon. And the piglets were really cute. So, you know, I'm <laughs> like, oh, you know, just feeling guilty. And so if I'm, it, it, I'm not going to go out and actually purposely purchase chicken or, pur- or purchase pork in order to cook it for myself. If it's been right. prepared for me already, if I'm at a party or something, you know, I'm at an event or something, and it's already been prepared and, you know, I'm, it's going to just be wasted and thrown away or whatever, yes, I'll eat it. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to do that, and especially out of respect for said animal. So, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say no to it, um, but if it's already been prepared and especially if it's prepared for me. Uh, so, right. you know, uh, but, but I'm not going to go out and purposely cook it for myself. It's just not happening. I wish I could be that disciplined. I'm really not. I wish I could pay more attention to, it. I like food way too much. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge egg fiend and I mean, I could eat millions right. of eggs and especially when I was on my Atkins diet and lost a lot of my 200 plus pounds I've lost was from Atkins diet where you can only eat meat and eggs and things like that. Protein. Right. Right. But I mean, you yep. look at it though. They say 95% of laying hens live their entire lives in what they call battery cages, where they only get 67 to 76 square inches of space. And just to how kind of much give weight an idea, did you lose? A sta- a sta- I've lost 268 so far. Dude, you've uh, lost like uh, a me and a half. I know. You've lost, lost me lot. and a half. Dude, but I still have. I'm still wow. two people, but I'm. But I've lost a lot. I was four people, four and a half. Wow! Now about Congratulations, two, which is man. nice. Thank you. But wow, yeah, but I didn't realize that. Are, have less, less um, thing than a piece of paper, less square inches for their laying. So it is kind of very cruel. And if I thought about it too much, I'd probably stop eating it. But I like them too much. <laughs> I don't think about it that much. <laughs> kind of a, yeah. a, a vicious I'm sorry, circle. I I didn't mean to <laughs> well see that's the thing you know it's like yeah you know it, 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 it is tough especially when you've got a good imagination and you know those pictures can come vividly to you so right. it, it's tough to, to figure out what to eat because a lot of our you know even our cows are, are, are abused so you know and and our pigs are abused and I mean it just it, it, it's tough to 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 not you know we're just trying to survive so and this right. is actually the way it's done right now um i think if we modified the way it's been done uh then we could have a better product you know quality control is really something that is should be paid attention to when it comes to the raising of animals that are to be fed to the public it really right. quality control should be should be actually number one. And in order to do that, you got to make sure that they're fed right, that they're housed right, that they're, you know, that they have proper shelter uh, because outside, you know, dude, right now there's some of these, these farms that their animals are completely exposed. It's 109 degrees out here, dude. 
I, they can't handle that. You know, so, right. you know, if, if you got to, you know, and, and, and cleaning it up and making sure it's a d- d- disease-free area, all of that is involves quality control and making sure they have fresh water to drink, too. And fresh water right, is something right. that we all need. You know, it's not just our, not just our animals. Fresh water is something that we all need. No. We, if that's how we live. <laughs> very, very true. Uh, yeah. All right, well, I got three more quick topics I want to bring up before we go on to pop culture today. Um, one, speaking of animals, this is kind of a weird thing happening in Florida that I read right. about today. There are three counties in southern Florida where they're finding a bunch of panthers and bobcats. Um, right having really weird walking with their back legs. So it's not a lot. There's been like eight panthers and a bobcat they've tracked so far, but the, right. the cats appear to have no trouble using their front legs, but their hind legs kind but of crisscross and sometimes just completely give out. And they found right. it to be neurological in some things. So you're wondering, right. and it's only to these three counties. It's like, what are they doing in these three Cat counties virus. that this is happening? Well, um, either yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, we're talking about all the wastewater that's being dumped from different companies. So you're looking at that. You're also looking at radiation poisoning of some kind. Um, they could also just be being poisoned. Um, right. Although I'm pretty sure the Florida panther is a protected species. However, all of the protected species are no longer protected, right? I mean, they've been going after right. this. It doesn't matter if they're protected or not. And, uh, and yeah, so, they're, you know, it, those laws. Right. yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure that, you know, people are killing them and also there could be a virus of some kind and, you know, yeah, that's, just a little that's wild. where it usually starts the story the and see what, We'll check back on it in a month or so, but it's very interesting. They found nine so far and I looked at the video on it and the video is just heartbreaking to watch them walk down the, the, the backwoods there. So that's kind of weird. Um, second thing that came up today, which I thought was very scary um, for political wise, is a federal appeals court ruled late yesterday that presidential electors who cast the actual ballots for the president and vice president are free to vote as they wish and can't be required to follow the results of the popular vote. So they basically reversed getting rid of the electoral college. That these electors right now are actually it is it's kind of the electoral college area where these electors are the ones that actually vote the president. We talked about it a couple months back. What happens when you make a general? Yeah, election, we've been talking about this for a while, actually, dude. I told you that was locked yeah. up and that they're cheating. But you're actually like they're cheating you're in order to electing. <laughs> well, I'm trying to say explain the process. When we right. vote, you're actually voting for electors. Each state has electors of our, and those electors don't get together until early January, which is why the president doesn't take office until January 20th. Why that happens, I, we still don't know. But these no. electors are now, this as isn't of the, the federal appeals court today, are not bound by, usually they have to do the will of the people of what that state uh, vote. They don't have to anymore. So if there's a tie or something, or if it's a close race, there's electors of a state can change the will of the people of their state. So yep. this is just a federal appeals court. There's still more that hasn't gone to the Supreme yet, but this is a scary, uh, scary slippery mm. slope that passed yesterday. I'm not real happy about it at all. So that was very interesting. It's been scary all along since 
clown in chief. I still want to know why we keep coming back to the circus if we think he's a clown and we think all these well, people are clowns. Well, it seems to be. Exactly. We, we, we keep coming back to the circus. It's almost like the circus, though, is, is forced upon us. But, yeah, that's you know, why, there uh, are other things. There are other things to talk about in, right. instead of them. But it seems we need to talk about them in order to make sure to expose what? Douchebaggery? I don't know what else to call it. Well, I will finish on a on a positive. I try to finish on a positive when I can. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, wait, 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 wait. Then let's not finish. Let's not finish here, um, because okay. there's stuff that we missed from last week, like Russia's failed launch of a uh, their missile launch that they said was a radioactive uh, uh, engine that they were testing. Right. Dude, that was a missile. That was a nuclear warhead that blew up on launch. And they are denying all of it. And they, 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 all the towns around there for, for dude, at least 100 miles, all those people are, are gravely affected. Uh, they're saying that right. only five scientists died. And, uh, and then, but the Arctic spiked 16 times the normal amount of radiation that is in, in the Arctic. 16 times when that thing blew up. What I want to know is where was it heading? What city was it aimed at? That's what I want to know, because it was heading towards well, North and, America. Well, even scarier. I mean, we're at a point now with this, with with getting rid of this arms treaty that we just, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, where there's only one arms treaty left. But we right. just got out of this arms treaty. What was it? Two weeks ago, and yesterday, or day before yesterday, the U.S. tested a missile from a mobile launch base that's been banned for the past 20 years. So unless they wow. built it in two weeks when we broke this thing, we've been being just as shady. So it's uh, yeah. like uh, and making sure to keep our missiles of, there. Exactly. So it's like yeah. the Cold War. And North Korea really just ended. launched. The, 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 uh, the publication of the Cold War may have ended. The marketing yeah, of the no, Cold but War it, may have it, ended. But each each side seems to have been doing just fine on their own this entire time, uh, just not Spying talking on each it. other and keeping up the the military weapons in the exact same place that they said they were dismantling. Yeah, that's awesome. Right, exactly. That's wonderful. Yeah, too much fun. It's wonderful to hear. Too much fun. <laughs> okay. All so right. I'm now can I go note. into my my good news of the, of the sure. politics before we go into pop culture? Um, good news of politics. President Trump. I do have to give him uh, a kudos when he rarely reserves them, deserves them, but he does. Uh, President Trump today said at a uh, meeting he had with veterans that we are going to make um, forgive all student loans for disabled veterans. Uh, before it was only done periodically. Um, it was uh, the student debt for any borrower was permanently disabled. Um, now they had to submit an application and do all this other stuff. Now it's going to be automatic uh, where if you are a veteran going to college and you were going to college like a GI bill or something, that any of your student debt will be eliminated. Um, so I'm very excited about that. It's going to affect probably about 25,000 service members who have been on default, their loan payments default. And uh, so I'm glad we, we are treating our veterans good. That's something we need to do. So 
good on Trump for passing that. It's not his idea, of course. There's been it was a letter by 51 attorney generals sent to them to, to the Department of Education to make the change, but at least they they acted on it. So I thought that was very good, and that's happening today. So I'm excited about that. Cool. All right. Uh, I think they should. I, I actually think that they should, um, you know, uh, just forgive all student debt. I mean, debt, uh, especially because of the uh, the fact that 85 percent of the people that graduate from college right now do not work in the field that they studied in. So uh, we need to uh, we need to forgive all of that. And uh, it should be retroactive. And I think actually people should be paid back. I think there's enough money I'm to do that. I'm not a proponent well. of that. I'm not a Dude, proponent uh, of that. People, people that. studied for something. They were promised something. And then when they got out into the world, they weren't given that thing. So, And they studied and studied well, no, and studied. And now they've got to go and do something that, else. They chose that field of study. They were not guaranteed a job. Well, Someone chose that field of study and decided to spend money to go to school. That, there was it's kind of, a it's government kind of person the point, saying, though. you will go be an engineer. You're going to study to be an engineer, and I'll promise you a job. That was never happened. They thought that, they were going to be, that there was going to be no, a good it is, job. No, but it is the point the of, getting said, of getting said degree in whatever field that you're right. looking at. It is the point to get a better job or a job when you graduate. That is the point right, so that you, you have that. all of that education. That. It's not forced upon you. So True, my, but it's 85%. My thing dude. for education is I believe that two-year college should be paid for, which uh, I think you, they should pay for junior college and for trade school, two-year trade school. And then anything else you want to go above and beyond that, you need to kind of get loans or pay for on yourself. But I do think that we should – Hey, the first two years of college to get all your general ed stuff out of the way, or if you want to go to trade school and not go to a four-year college, because a lot of people aren't built for four-year colleges. I think those two years should be paid for. That's for darn sure. I'm just not a big proponent of paying back student loans, especially for people that are, I mean, I don't know. You chose to go to school. It was a smart investment. Um, I think I, I applaud you for doing it. But you decided you wanted to take that debt on, and you don't get to all of a sudden eliminate it because now it's inconvenient. You knew going into it what it was. Uh, I was I, I was lucky because uh, because I knew my chosen field, and I also right. uh, studied in my chosen field. And then right. immediately out of college, literally the first week out of college, I booked the movie Lover Boy. So uh, literally filming it the first week out of college, and. And so, and I, and I haven't really stopped doing, you know, the entertainment business since I, it's Did been you have, my whole there life. Did you have much student debt back then for, for the arts training? Uh, I'm, I was lucky. Uh, we, my family could afford for me to attend. And then also, like I said, right afterwards, I started booking jobs. So I started making money. So I had no, <clears throat> I had no student debt. After you know, at, literally after the first two years, uh, out that's of college. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's. But yeah, there were people. There were people that were on loans. You know that 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 didn't happen for, and and you know it it happened for me. But there are eighty five percent, and that's everybody, dude. That's that's collectively. That's a big number. Eighty five percent do not work in the in the field that they studied for for two years or for you know, four years or however long. And some of these are six and eight years, you know, people going right. for their doctorates and stuff. 
and and they're not working in that in that field, going for their masters, not working in that field, and that's that just need that needs to be shifted. If it if they're not working in their field, they need to study something else and be qualified right. for something else, and that takes time and that takes money, and they don't have that. They already did this, and they're already paying these student loans. Yeah, now so if those other student like loans that, can be forgiven. With- a two-year training, if you if you did a free retraining, I, I, I would be behind something like that. I think that's good. If your chosen field ends up being filled or non-existent after you've gone to school, then a retraining should be paid for. I would be behind something like that. That makes sense yeah. to me. No, it makes sense to me, too. All right. See, there is Moving a way to on. work this out. Hurley, 2020. There you go. <laughs> go ahead. Hurley Fullerton ticket. Um, Sounds good. Kind of a you want to be vice president? Of pop culture and politics. They announced the uh, new season of Dancing with the Stars, which is not a show that I watch, but uh, it's a very popular show. And uh, they did the cast. And one of the persons going to be participating is Sean Spicer, the original uh, yeah. Trump press yeah, secretary. Getting a lot of blowback, even from one of the hosts, Tom Bergeron, one of the hosts of it, says he doesn't like the mixing of the politics in there. Um, it's been right. very interesting. It's like, why are we celebrating a guy that purposely lied to the American people? Um, and I, I can see that, but it's, it's become a big kind of controversial thing. We'll see if he still stays on the show. They have a lot of cool people. James Vanderbeek, Dawson from Dawson's Creek I like. Um, NFL uh, Ray Lewis is going to be on there. NBA uh, Lamar Odom will be on there. Um Keenan and Kel guy that Kel Mitchell be on there. Former Supreme singer, Mary Wilson. He's got some interesting people. I just don't think Sean Spicer, he'll probably be one of the ones that'll go first to begin with, but we'll see what kind of, uh, what, what Dude, kind what of a controversy is he, what, is what, be. What, I, he's a star. Well, that's the whole he's thing. A that has always been about D list. That show's always been D list. So, um, but there, I do oh, watch. Sad. I don't. I said I don't watch that show. I do watch. So you think you can dance? I've been addicted to that show. But it's, I think it's on like its thirteenth season or something. And right. uh, they had an amazing. It's on Monday nights right now. They had an amazing piece. Travis Wall, who's one of my favorite choreographers, did a choreography piece about gun violence on Monday for the group number. Um, absolutely an amazing dance. If you have a chance to go find it on YouTube, just look under. So you think you can dance enough or Travis Wall enough? Uh, W-A-L-L. Um, amazing piece of dance uh, from Monday. And a, a huge, powerful statement um, about gun violence. But just the dance itself was amazing. Then last thing, we only have about two minutes here left. I do want to, uh, we talked about this about a month and a half ago. Um, Taylor Swift said today um, on a sneak preview for a a CBS Sunday that she is going to re-record all of her songs. We talked about how nice. her old manager, Scooter Braun, uh, bought her catalog without her having <laughs> a chance to buy it, and she wasn't I happy. She is going to re-record all of her songs and make an incentive for people to buy those and not buy her old songs anymore that Scooter Braun now right. owns the rights to and will make money off of. So, Good for Taylor for taking back her power, and good for Kelly Clarkson for suggesting it to her. So. Yeah, I was going to say that was that was Kelly Clarkson, uh, Clarkson's uh, suggestion on that. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. 
because she didn't want to deal with all of the American Idol original songs. Um, exactly. And American Idol, I, you know, I was I was just talking to Nick Mariko. Um, Nick Mariko uh, um, is uh, he was on Every Which Way, the TV show Every Which Way with Nickelodeon, and he just competed in the last American Idol. And uh, right. he said that um, uh, that it's it's strange because they want to take all of the rights to your original songs. So right. you need to be prepared for that. And, and, and that's the way Kelly Clarkson got around that was she just performed her, you know, any of those songs that they owned and she just performed them a different way and then released them right. and then was making her own money off of them. So I, I exactly. think it's, I think it's really interesting and I'm not allowed to, I, not sure I'm allowed to say anything. I, I I should ask Nick to call in. Is what I think I'll do. I'll ask Nick to call in like tomorrow or the next day, uh, so he can there tell us go. what's going on, what's going on with all that. Because I'm not sure if what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not. Um, right. And uh, you know because he's um, yeah, that'd be a good uh, story to tell. I mean, he was making it pretty yeah. far in there and decided not to go. It'd be interesting to hear his side of the story. Yeah, no, cool. he went, he got invited to Hollywood week and, and Kelly, I mean, um, Kelly, uh, what's her name? What is her name? The, ch- the chick that's on there. What's her name? Um, on Idol? Katie Perry? Yeah. The judge, okay. Katie. Why can't I think of the yeah. name Katie? Really? Seriously? <laughs> wow. Um, but, uh, yeah, Katie Perry was all over him, was all over Nick. So. Just big crush on him. So I think it'd be interesting, you know, to, like I said, I'll I'll talk to Nick and see if he wants to call in. Great. I think it'd be cool. All right, guys, that's, we're ending on that today. We're ending on hopefully getting Nick Mariko to call in and a little bit of American Idol and uh, Taylor Swift. So thanks for listening today. Give us a call tomorrow. We'll be here three o'clock Pacific, six o'clock Eastern, the next two days, Uh, 347-989-0126. Follow us on blog talk radio. We'll finish out today's little Kenneth Mogan Unlock Your Heart. Bye-bye, everyone. See you tomorrow. Peace. A fire.